Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi guys, welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. Uh, OG took a week off. We got a Teen Mom 2 clip show. So I decided I was going to ask my good friend Maria Towner to come on. Hi, Maria. Hi, thanks for having me. You're welcome. And we were going to do a 16 and Pregnant episode, and I thought long and hard about who I should do. And there are definitely a couple of 16 and Pregnants that I I want to get to eventually. As I've discussed, I want to do Valerie's episode, but I want to have Princess on for that because it's about foster care. Uh, Jennifer Del Rio is definitely an episode I want to get to. Autumn, whose boyfriend takes a drug test in a restaurant, is you know, up there. It's a classic. But this episode is pretty special. And unlike any of the other 16 and Pregnant episodes, there's not a single other 16 and Pregnant episode that's like this for the fact of what happens. And that is Ashley Salazar. So we watched Ashley's episode. She has a special 90-minute 16 and Pregnant episode, which, by the by, if you watch this from Amazon, it's only 40 minutes long. And the MTV version is like 70 minutes long. Just a warning for you. Yeah, I did that. I watched the Amazon one and I was like, oh, interesting. And then you were like, girl, you have to watch it on MTV. Well, I did the same thing. I watched the Amazon one and I was like, maybe in one of the – because I knew more happened. And I was like, oh, maybe we saw that in like the catch-up special or the adoption special. Maybe it just wasn't on the episode weird and then I like looked on no then I watched an adoption special that she was on and they showed the footage and I was like okay this had to have been on our fucking episode so then I went on mtv.com and I I found the rest of the episode but Ashley's episode is so unique because she gives up her baby for adoption and it's different from Caitlin and Tyler because she has a very supportive mom involved she gives up her baby for adoption in an interfamily adoption, which is, I mean, messy um, on its own. And she goes and she takes the baby back for a while before <laughs> giving the baby up for adoption again, which is a look for sure. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, doesn't she want to take it back another time? And they were like, no. Yeah, well, that isn't part of the show, but she... um. So Ashley had a blog, which she fucking made private, which angers me so so much. And we know about the blog because in the episode, she gets a lot of like Carrie Bradshaw and Sex in the City moments where she's like typing on her computer and they like (laughs) her typing. But on her blog, she ends up going to college in New York for a semester, comes home and was writing a lot about wanting to hire lawyers to help get Callie back. It's a mess. It's a mess. The girl would is... Would that even, like... Would that even work, though, if she no. hired lawyer? I mean, it's a legal document. Like, she 
gave up her parenting rights, I don't think that she would have a leg to stand on. No, she wouldn't, which I think is she got mad because that's what people told her. Like, it's not custody. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to lose custody of your child, like a Janelle situation, where there is always some hope that you could get custody back. But her parental rights were terminated when she when they filed the adoption papers, basically. Like, they didn't even have to give her the baby back the second yeah. time. well, and the aunt mentioned, like, we'll rip up the papers. So I think maybe they had waited to, like, file the adoption papers because they right. had an idea that maybe this would happen. But let's get into the episode. So Ashley okay. lives in Texas, mm-hmm. and she is really smart. She is graduate. She only is... She's going into her senior year of high school and only has three credits left. She was taking classes at community college over the summer. She is really hardworking. She's motivated. And she is the daughter of a teen mom who, by the way, I don't know if they ever said her mom's name or I totally missed it, but I am like in I love with put, her mom. I'm in love with her mom too, but I just write mom. I never knew her mom's name yeah. either. So that's a good catch. In some episodes, it's like, like I knew Nicole's mom was Ricky. Obviously, we know all the moms' names from Teen Mom, but in some it's obvious. But her mom has seemed to do very well for herself as a Teen Mom. They have a really nice house. Um, she and her yeah, sister I would don't love seem to, to know want. more. Yeah, me too. I wonder what she does. At one point, Ashley gets a MacBook for gra- a MacBook Pro for yeah. graduation, which like you know she graduated nine months early. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, but. I was like, I was impressed. Her mom was really calm. Probably one of the calmest moms that's ever exactly. been on 16 and pregnant. I don't think we have ever seen such a calm mom. And, and I, I feel just, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's like, I loved how her mom was like talking about the three options with her mm-hmm. instead of just being like, you know, adoption is the option. Like yeah. she actually was like abortion, keeping it or adoption. And I really felt that that was highly evolved. And I love that from her mom. But I wonder like, what they were missing, like on the birth control talk. Yeah, I know what I mean. I agree. But I wouldn't be shocked if like, so Ashley said she and her boyfriend, Justin had been together for like four months, were only together for like four months. I think she says they only had sex one time. I wonder if Ashley just like, Ashley was a little nerdy. She was like super into school and obviously the hindsight's twenty twenty. but I wonder if her mom just like genuinely believed her daughter was not having sex and not yeah. in like a, like burying her head in the sand, but like she just did not think Ashley was into it. But at the same time she had a boyfriend and she was a teen mom herself. So right. I don't know. I, okay. So my initial thought my main thought, not initial thought, regarding Ashley, and this is like, I have to be blunt about this, but I don't think anybody that listens to this podcast will be surprised, but there has never been <laughs> on 16 and Pregnant such a shining example of why abortion is almost always a better adoption. Let me phrase oh, this for right. Sure. Why abortion would have been such a better choice for Ashley to make. She had it all. She was graduating from school early, wanted to go to college in New York, was a writer, was like pretty serious, had life plans that were totally derailed. And she never really recovered from the adoption. She writes a lot about this. You know, she did end up going to college and graduating, which 
great for her. I've, you know, like that's great. She apparently works in an insurance agency now, but her emotional state was so wrecked by oh, this sure. adoption. And it's like, if she had just gotten an abortion, she would have been able to move on with her life. And she's never been able to move on from her life, especially because of this situation, the way the adoption was handled. But it's just, you know, obviously Kate and Tyler, like, now looking back, you're like, God, if Caitlin had just gotten an abortion, like, she never would have to, like, have this pain. But at the end of the episode of Caitlin and Tyler 16 Pregnant, you're not like, oh my God, they made the wrong, they should have had an abortion and adoption was, like, crazy for them. You're like, wow, adoption is beautiful. This was a great choice for them. They did what they thought was right. You know what I mean? But at the end of Ashley's, I was like, Oh my God, this girl should have had an abortion. Oh, she, yeah, she definitely has some serious like postpartum depression too. And like, I wonder if she would have gotten an abortion if like she would have still been pretty rocked by it. But I don't know if it would be as hard as like giving the baby up to a family member that she has to like see the possibility of like trying to parent. I feel like it's just the whole situation is pretty messy. I feel yeah. like if she was doing adoption, she should have done like an a like a closed like yeah. not family member. This is like I, I understand what they were trying to do. Like they were trying to like give it a home that like they knew would be safe. And like Lisa and Kenny seem awesome. Yes, like I would want them to adopt my kid. But the thing is, it's just too close of a situation, and there's too many feelings and emotions and involved and it's too like just messy yeah like on the adoption special when lisa i mean i know we're skipping ahead but on the adoption special lisa and kenny come out and lisa starts crying like when dr drew is trying to kind of get her lisa to say how she feels about the situation and she's like i don't want to hurt ashley like it's just so it's so messy on both sides but yeah i'm not saying like ashley would have had an abortion like never had another problem in her life but no, if we're I, looking at the two choice, if we're taking parenting out of the equation, you know, and that she does yeah. not parent this kid, and we're looking at these two choices, like, I think Kate and Tyler, like, maybe, I mean, look, I'm not, I don't know, but I don't think the adoption was the worst choice they ever made, basically. No. Like, I don't think their lives would be 100% better had Kate had an abortion. I, re- I really don't think that. But with Ashley, like, you can just see it like spiral her life having this adoption yeah she's just it would be so different for her if she just never had a baby yeah it would be so different and her mom said like if you want to get an abortion like we could do that but I also I don't know her mom was like the most mild-mannered she was so nice she was so sweet she was so supportive of Ashley and you know I, and also, Ashley, like, it made me sad. Like, she's smart. Her friend yeah. is like, okay, so you guys had sex? And she's like, we only had sex once, and I really regret it, which is sad. It's sad to hear a, a 17-year-old girl, because it's normal to have sex when you're 17. You know, exactly. this isn't a 14-year-old. Like, Ashley yeah. was going into her senior year of high school. Like, it's okay that she had sex. Like, that's yeah. fine. And to hear her say, like, well, I really regret it. And her friend was like, well, did you use a condom? And Ashley also, I don't know, she's, it's so weird because she's so much more mature than a lot of the other girls on 16 and Pregnant, 
but in different ways. Like, she's so immature in some ways, and we'll get more into that, like, when the baby is born. And I think that's just because she spiraled. But, like, early in the episode, she comes off extremely mature. She, oh, when her friend sure. says, well, did you use a condom? She's like, no, obviously we didn't use a condom and I'm pregnant. Her friend says, why? And she doesn't do like the, I didn't want to be fat. So I wasn't on birth control. Like she doesn't do that stuff. She's like, honestly, it was like the heat of the moment. We didn't think it was a big deal and it was, and now I really regret it. And that was so honest and it didn't sound teenagery to me. Do you think that this was like losing her virginity? Oh, a hundred percent. You do? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think so too, but I just didn't know. Like, Imagine. You fucking have sex God. one time as a teenager and you get pregnant. That's so sad. I'd kill myself. I, I can't even was. imagine. That's why I think she wasn't on birth control. Yeah. It just kind of happened. Because they were dating like for two months before they even had sex. Yeah. And I bet her mom just like thought Ashley just wasn't interested in having sex. <laughs> right. And she did it on physical fitness day at school. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird little, like, throwaway story. She's like, and I couldn't even run. I'm like, did she have sex at school? I feel like it was car sex. Oh, poor Ashley. That's how I imagined it is, yeah. like, in a truck. Yeah. But I don't know. Who's to say? Like, I wasn't there. That's just, like, where my thoughts went. I agree. But, yeah, there's just, there's something early in the episode, at least to me, that's very mature about Ashley. Oh, definitely. And she had really high aspirations, which I loved about her. I loved that she wanted to go to New York. And I mean, I felt like she could do it. Like, I don't know. I wanted the best for her. Me too, which is why I was wanted her to get an abortion because she had actual plans and goals, which a lot of these girls when 16 and pregnant do not have. And like, yeah, they weren't planning on getting pregnant, but were they planning on like, going to college and, like, do they have career aspirations? Like, no. Yeah. And her mom was just so chill about the whole thing. Yeah. And that just, I mean, she had a pretty good setup for, like, moving on with her life. Yeah. So, Ashley, you know, she basically, sorry, just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, it's they okay. don't. Her mom isn't say. Her mom said, like, if you want to raise a kid, like, I'll support you. But Justin's mom has, like, kicked him out of the house. Like, Justin seems to be a total loser. He's living in his friend's car. (laughs) Not even his own car. When he said that, I was like, oh, God. So I read that Justin, like, the reason, like, Justin is only in, like, so little of the episodes because he was in jail. Yeah. Did you read that? <laughs> yeah, but apparently he was arrested the night before Callie was born. Oh, he was? Okay, so that's yeah. why something came up and he couldn't make it. Exactly. So okay. Ashley and Justin, like, are not together. And Justin's really not in this episode. We see him. Is that the only time we see him? The one time they meet up? I think so. I mean, the last day of, like, her community college summer school or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only time we see him ever yeah and um we find out that ashley's been blogging her pregnancy which like god i just life of ashley i love that i know i love it this is like 2010 you know like she is blogging it yes i yeah and like (laughs) 
it was just so good to like read what she was like typing out on her little computer. It yeah. was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so they're really considering adoption and her mom is clearly pushing for adopt. I no, I wouldn't say her mom is pushing for adoption, but her mom is a reasonable person and does not think Ashley parenting would be a good choice. Well, um, and Ashley's mom knows that she's going to have to financially support another yeah, baby. Yeah. And she works her ass off anyways. And she knows that Ashley is not going to pick up the slack at home. No. And so she just knows that this is going to be her responsibility. And I don't think she wants to take that on. That's why she's really trying to like feel like adoption is the best idea. Yeah. Plus, you want to move to New York. Like, you can't move to New York with a baby. Yeah, but I do just want to reiterate that her this isn't like a Deb and Farah situation where Deb's like put it up like pushing and pushing for her to give it up for adoption. Her mom is just like making it known that she thinks this is the best choice for everyone for these very logical reasons and not it's not like an overbearing push. Yeah, exactly. I would agree with that. And a social worker comes over, and Ashley is just extremely conflicted. You can tell she's so overwhelmed. She just doesn't know what to do. And I just can't imagine being 17 and having the weight of that decision on my shoulders. I can't imagine being 30 and having the weight of that decision on my shoulders. Like, I would act the same way as Ashley. But, like, I just don't know. Yeah. I just, like, I just can't imagine being 17 and pregnant like I just cannot imagine it I can't I can't either you know I I have a feeling there was already like some depression going on with Ashley like there was probably already a little bit of mental illness going on and then you have the pregnancy hormones and I would say like while she comes off as very mature in some aspects she shows the overwhelmedness on her face like oh, yeah. Nothing. She looks like she is one step away from, like, having a heart attack at all times in this episode because she's so stressed and overwhelmed. And she just, like, shuts down when anyone asks her any questions about it, like, the whole time. They'll be like, do you want to hand the baby to Lisa or you? And she's just like, I don't know. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. It's so sad because I would be the exact same way. I'd be like, I don't know. Don't I don't want to talk about it. Like. I would not want to think about it either. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just watching her with the social worker, the social worker, I thought the social worker was good. Basically saying like, yeah, it's going to be really, really hard. But if you think this is the right decision, then we will make sure like this is the best thing for your baby. And she wasn't pushy and she wasn't weird. I don't know. I liked the social worker. I did too, and I like that she said um, that she never met, like, an adoptive parent who didn't wish that they could parent their child. I thought that was a really good thing to say to Ashley. Yeah. Because Ashley was like, I would love to keep it, but I don't think I can do it. I think Ashley has that classic case of terminal uniqueness that every Mm -hmm. 17-year-old suffers from, where they think they are the most unique person alive and that they are the only person that's like them. And so I think that was a really good line for the social, because Ashley's like, but I, I want to parent the baby, but I know I can't, and I want to, and I think it was good for the social worker to be like, yeah, that's how everybody feels. Yeah, like, I do too. Like, because when you're 17, 
nobody understands you. You are the only no. person. You just don't have, like, the life perspective to understand that, like, everybody thinks exactly like you, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. The idea of that makes you want to kill yourself. Like, you are the only. I mean, especially, think, Ashley is from, like, a town in Houston. She, or in Texas, wherever they were. I don't know why I just said Houston. I think I it's it close to Dallas. Yeah. And, um... She's from, like, really far south Texas, but lives near Dallas. Like, she wants to go to New York. Like, she's mm-hmm. an artist. Did you notice there were, like, paintings that she obviously did? She's a writer. She does photography. Like, Ashley is unique. Like, yeah, she's an art nerd. Yeah, exactly. I was, too. <laughs> and nobody gets her. And nobody in the damn state of Texas gets her. And she right. has to go to New York to be her real self. And For sure. Yeah, I she mean, has a blog. Come on. Yeah, she probably has internet friends. Like, you know, it, <laughs> it just is so obvious that she feels like she is the only person to ever be in this situation, and nobody can understand it. And it's funny. At one point, she says to her mom, "She's like, you have no idea how hard it will be to give up the baby." And her mom's like, "Yeah, I will. I have children. Like, I understand." Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I thought that was funny too. I was like, uh huh. Okay. Like, her mom is, like, really upset about having to give this baby up, too. Yeah. It was just so funny because it was, like, Ashley is just such a classic case of what probably a lot of us listening were in high school. Like, not the cool girl. Like, we care. Not, not like, a super nerd, but, like, not the cool girl. Like, especially, I don't know, if you're, like, part of our Facebook group, you're, like, an internet nerd. Like, that's what Ashley is. She's one of us. She's an EVP for sure. Oh, exactly. (laughs) So it's the first day of Ashley's senior year, and she only needs three credits to graduate, so she's doing a special program called Credit Recovery, and they're making her do it in the in-school suspension room. Yeah, and, like, the only other guy in her class is, like, on house arrest as an ankle monitor. (laughs) Yeah, it's really sad, like, did they not have an online version she could do, like, in 2010? I don't know. Maybe that was a little too advanced for that school in that era. Yeah. It was I like... know. I wish I wish so much. But, like, at least she didn't have to go to real school. Like, I remember the first day of school when someone was, like, pregnant and we would all talk about them and, like, try to look at them and, like, bully them a little bit. Did you have a lot of pregnant girls in your school? Of course. Did you? No, there was only one girl my senior year who was pregnant. My brother was a teen dad. So right, like, right. I forgot. Like, teen pregnancy is high in Pittsburgh, Kansas. <laughs> yeah. In my school, there was one girl that was pregnant, and I'll never forget, in biology class, me, her, and then a really Christian girl, like, sat, you know, like, all near each other, and we were talking, and the girl that was pregnant was telling us that um, somebody told her she should get an abortion, and the Christian girl went, <gasps> Oh, God. <laughs> and I, I remember thinking, like, uh, but actually that girl, the, the ba- <laughs> I mean, we're still face. I'm still Facebook friends with the girl. And the daughter is, like, t- she must, I mean, how long have I been out of high school? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, 11 years now. 12. It's like, 12 11. Years. It'll be 12 Jesus. years. That's disgusting. Um, But the girl's really pretty and cute. So that's, that's great. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> Glad you didn't get an abortion. Yeah, but I'll just never, I'll never <laughs> forget, like that girl being like, 
like horrified that like anybody would even imagine it but yeah she was at least the only girl that was like I mean I went to a fairly large high school I graduated with probably 450 kids in my grade so it's not like it was you know like a tiny school so there could have definitely been like other girls that got pregnant and dropped out that I just didn't know about Oh, there was also a girl in the grade younger than me. This is awful. And this, I mean, it's an episode of 16 Pregnant that her boyfriend died in a car accident and then she found out she was pregnant. Oh, I think I've heard of that happening. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. There was a girl in my high school who, like, was pregnant and came back from summer and was, like, showing and she had to, like, go to Florida to get, like, a late abortion. Oh, God. But everybody knew that she'd been pregnant? Yeah, we all talked about her. But she was, like, such a bitch, so we, like, all talked about her all the time. That poor girl. I know. (laughs) But she was a bitch. I will just say that. (laughs) So, yeah. So, Ashley is her first day of school, and you're right. Like, I'm glad that she didn't have to be with everybody, but at the same time, it's just so depressing. Like, this is a girl that has three credits left to graduate high school, like, starting her senior year. And she, like, she should be... Like, we'll get into it in a little bit, but, like, she doesn't even, like, apply for colleges, really. Like, it's, like, the night before, and she's, like, I have to apply for colleges. Like, Ashley of junior year probably had all of her colleges that she wanted to apply to, like, a list. Like, was already working on her college essays. Like, so ready for it. Yeah, and she got little a little bombarded by this whole adoption thing. Yeah. So Ashley goes to a concert. Could you tell what band it was? I it was tell. Blink-182. Was it? Yeah, because she went to her friend's house, and she was like, do you still have my Blink-182 shirt Oh, here? that's what she said. Yeah, and so, and it was too tight. And, like, I didn't, like, feel great about her going to the concert pregnant. It, it seemed fine. a little bumpy. She it was, was fine. Back. Yeah. I just, I was like, something. Wait, I don't call. think it was a Blink-182 concert. I think she just wore a Blink-182 shirt. Because that was in like a, like a 2000 capacity theater. Oh, okay. Well, I just assumed it was Blink-182. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, I thought it was whatever shirt she was wearing. But if it was Blink-182, I feel like there's no way in 2010 Blink-182 was playing like That was like a, like a general admissions theater. Oh, okay. Because she was standing like towards the back and they showed us how far the stage was. And yeah, so it looked like pretty crowded, but not like crazy. You know, I thought she was in a balcony for some reason. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, but wherever. So she goes to this concert, some emo band. Yeah, I mean Ashley is seen. She's so seen with her hair. Oh, Ashley. we all had that haircut. Yeah, and we deeply regret it. But I mean, it was 2010. Yeah, you know exactly. Exactly, it was 2010. <laughs> so Ashley is yawning at the concert, and she's like, being pregnant at a concert isn't what I thought it would be. And these are always my favorite moments of 16 and pregnant, where the pregnant or new mom people, like, do their activity. And they're like, wow, it's really hard to be pregnant at prom. Wow, yeah. it's really hard to go to the homecoming game pregnant. And it's like, yeah. That's why you don't get pregnant as a teenager because it's hard to do things when you're pregnant. Exactly. Yeah, it made me sad for her. Right? Like, ew. Yeah. Like, maybe wait and then go back to concert here in a few months. Yeah. And Ashley goes to a checkup and the baby is 
great and healthy. And then it's her graduation. Yeah. And so that's where she gets the MacBook Pro. And we first see Lisa and Kenny. Yes. And they make a point of saying Lisa and Kenny. Oh, I think we skipped something when the adoption. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. That's not yet. So, yeah, she makes a point of saying, like, my Aunt Lisa and my Uncle Kenny are here. They live 10 hours south, but, like, they've always been really close, and they spend all their holidays together. So her Aunt Lisa, her Uncle Kenny, their kids, and her grandfather are there. And her grandfather gives this – well, first of all, Ashley's, like, so weird and shy and, like, gets her MacBook Pro, and she's like, thanks. Like, just, like, a half smile. And I don't think it was being ungrateful. I think she's just, like, very uncomfortable with opening presents in front of people. I think so, too. I think that having all the attention on her was, like, a lot, which is, like, interesting to me because she's on 16 and pregnant. You know yeah, what I mean? and on the internet, like, she has kept herself relevant. Oh, for sure. She has been keeping up. But, so it's, like... You know, she's like Nicole, like, that I did Nicole Palin's episode, who's, like, yeah. on her episode, she was, like, I am Nicole. Like, don't look at me. I'm Nicole. Like, ah. <laughs> Like, that's, like, how she was. But, like, online, like, the bitch is keeping herself relevant. And is like, They're no Mackenzie McKee. You know what I mean? No Mackenzie McKee. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I hope we're also praying for Angie, Mackenzie's mom. She's not doing well. She's not? No. She's, well, you know, her mom has, like, serious cancer. Yeah. Oh, I've been, yeah, yeah. I've been following. It. So yeah, her I didn't mom know. is just like getting worse and worse, and I think they give her a very short time to live because Mackenzie wouldn't even say like on her Snapchat. She said they gave her like a time that she's like to live, and I'm not even gonna say it. So I would imagine it's under a year. That's too bad. I know it's awful. Poor Mac. Poor Mac. I'll have to go to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, I could drive there. Yeah, you could. You know, Mac would actually love it if a fan came in, but... I'd be like, I'm, I don't know if you've heard me on a podcast talking about I you. Mean, she probably has. <laughs> she probably is listening right now. That girl has a Google alert. Yeah, oh, like, we just said sure. her name out loud, so she, like, has an alert. <laughs> uh, she hears us at the moment. So, um, yeah, so her grandfather gives a speech. <laughs> it says... They, it's like a nice speech, but also like very cutting. And he's like, in Ashley's bright future, where she'll, where she'll make wise choices. I was like, oh my yeah. God. I was like, that's a little dark, son. But you can tell he like loves her and that it's a he loving does. family. Yeah, everybody seems super supportive. Like if that was me, my parents would have like killed me yeah. and like threw me in a dumpster Look, so like everybody's doing great in this family she was getting a graduation party even though she was 17 and pregnant yeah and she like graduated early, like, early. but i'm saying like she still got cash she got gifts like it's they're they're not shunning her the family people drove 10 hours to be there God, at a restaurant drive 200, 10 hours to do anything i would never yeah <laughs> but i thought that would like her grandfather was like, you know, Ashley, we're so proud of you. You're so great. And hopefully in the future, you'll make wise decisions. And the whole family toasts to wise decisions. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh. 
God. So we see a scene between her and Aunt Lisa. We see Aunt Lisa comes to her house. I'm assuming you know the family's there for the weekend. And Aunt Lisa comes to the house. And basically they talk about the stressors of adoption. And Ashley is like super nervous about picking a birth family. And I understand. I mean, that would be... Like, I think about if I had to, like, rehome my dog. Like, yeah. picking the person that it would have to go to, I'd, it would be, like... Like, at first of all, I could never do that. But, like, second of all, like, it would be so hard to decide, like, who was going to raise your child for the rest. Like, you just don't... You don't know if people, like, have a dungeon in their basement, you no. know? You can never be sure. Exactly. Yeah. And... Exactly. And... But at the same time, like, that's what adoption is. Yeah. It's, it would be very difficult. That's why, you know, an abortion would be just a little easier. Also, okay. Here's also, I just thought of this. I'm having a, a moment of genius, if you will. Okay. So, but first we're going to take a five second break right here. Here's my moment of clarity. I think for people like Caitlin and Tyler, picking a birth family was pretty easy. As I said in my Caitlin and Tyler episode, I don't think they know a single person who wears a suit um, to work. I don't think they know anybody that lives in like a nice like 3,400 square foot home. I don't think they knew anybody. I mean, I remember them asking like what ever. They found out, like, Brandon was a stockbroker or something. Brandon Brandon was Brandon, not Brendan. Why are those two names? It's outrageous. I don't know. It's It should be one name. Um, but I remember them finding out that Brandon was a stockbroker or financial planner. And they were like, what's that? Like, yeah. So when they picked Brandon, so they picked a family that was, like, aspirational to them. The mom's going to be a stay-at-home mom. The dad puts a suit on and go to work. Look at this house that she's going to get to live in. Like, oh, my God, she's going to give a, live a life that, like, we can't even dream of living ourselves, let alone have for our kid. And Ashley doesn't come from a broke family. You know, yeah. like, yeah, she, her dad is not involved in her life. So she is from a single parent home, but they have a nice house. She seems to have a college fund because she's planning on going to college in New York Um she seems to have nice clothes, nice, you know, like, I don't think her mom is, like, balling out, but I don't think they're really struggling. Like, she and got a MacBook Pro. Like She, she got a MacBook Pro. Her mom, her mom was able to save up over $1,000 for a computer for Ashley. Yeah, so that's, like, a big deal. It's a big deal. So, you know, for Ashley, I think it's harder because she's not... She's not, like, a broke person with no hopes and dreams and, like, grew up with nothing in the idea of placing her child in, like, a nice – a place where they have, like, a family with two cars, you right. know, would be – or, like, people who get new cars were probably a lot for Caitlin and Tyler. Yeah. And, you know, if Brandon's driving a Lexus, like, that was probably crazy for them. And for that's sure. Not, Ashley's reality I did read online like Ashley comes from like a real yeah it's outside of Dallas and apparently it's like a town that used to be not populated really heavily at all and now it's like it grew up really quick around industry it's like a wealthy town like probably a lot of people she knows are very wealthy and has rich friends and so I think it's harder for her to pick a birth family because she just doesn't want for herself 
Right. So she's not, like, blown away by these people in a book, like, having, like, a summer house. Exactly. Yeah. I can definitely see that. That was a stroke of genius. (laughs) I will say. And, um, Lisa and Ashley have, like, a nice conversation, and Lisa is so nice. She is so nice. Like, I would 100% let her adopt me. She looks like a kindergarten teacher in the best way. She really does. And even, like, Kenny's just, like, they're, uh, this family is great. Kenny like, is the entire family, easygoing. Yeah, they're very easygoing people. Oh, for sure. There, I love wait, them. There wasn't, I'm just realizing this, there wasn't a single raised voice this entire episode. Um, There was. But it was, well, I mean, maybe a little bit at the end. But when no, the her baby... mom wasn't even raising her voice. Oh, yeah, it was just a little tense, I guess. Her mom was just speaking, like, authoritatively. That's not how you mm-hmm. say that word. Speaking with authority, but I wouldn't even say she was raising her voice. She was just frustrated. Yeah, you're right. But there she wasn't, there wasn't like, a shitty boyfriend yelling. There wasn't no. a mean dad yelling. There there was, although, I mean, to be honest, in 16 and Pregnant, there aren't dads very, like, girls, this, the teen mom's dads are not often um, in the picture. But but when they are, there's usually yelling. There's some sort of yelling. There was not any yelling in this episode. I can't remember if there was there yelling in McKinsey's episode. Um, I don't think so. There might not have. Well, her there might not have been, but like their episode was a lot more pathetic. Yeah, it was just a different vibe. It was a different vibe because it was just so pathetic that they, like, when they were calling and looking for jobs when she was, like, eight months pregnant. (laughs) That was so sad. Yeah. That was so sad. Poor Mackenzie. We love you, Mackenzie. We love you, girl. Hang in there. Yeah. So, but she's just, like, Ashley is just, like, super, super stressed about picking the right family and so she goes to meet with a birth mother which i'm guessing like the adoption agency slash mtv set her up with yes and the birth mother is probably like a little older than her and basically in a situation similar to ashley that she was a teen and that the father was not involved at all Mm -hmm. and she was really nervous about picking the family but she picked a family and that it was really, really hard, but she knows she did the best. And we hear Ashley talk about how she's not so mad that Justin was, doesn't want to be involved with her, but she's like hurt that Justin doesn't even care to be involved with like her pregnancy. Yeah. And I agree with that. And when Justin calls to like, say he wants to be at the hospital, I'm just, I like screamed. I was like, no. I was like, if you don't show up to one fucking doctor's appointment, I'm sorry, but you don't get to be there. Like, you give up all your fucking rights if you don't show up to one fucking doctor's appointment, you little asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ashley's just, like, she's really nervous that she won't be able to go through with it. And I, I mean, that, it would be hard. It would be hard to carry a baby to term and birth it. Like, I just feel like it's crazy that she took the 48 hours. Well, I think, okay, I think 
that they were saying that because in Texas you have to wait 48 hours. At the oh, time. is it one of those? Which is like Texas makes it so hard to get an abortion and then they yeah. make the birth mother stay with the child for 48 hours. Like, I was kind of wondering that if it was optional or if it was uh, like a requirement. That's so fucked up. Yeah. It's like, so I would, fucked up. You would need to, I would need to birth the baby out and they would need to take it away. Yeah. And it, like rip the band-aid then. Like that's, you, so, like, emotionally, like, that just messes with you. Well, Texas hates women, so. It, it really does. At least that was the impression that I got, that they had to wait 48 hours. Okay, I wasn't sure or if it was, like, her deciding and she was going to make the decision in that 48 hours. Because I was like, man, if, this, if they don't have to do this, they should not be doing this. Because, like, that baby looked so cute with its head, like, its pink bow. That was a beautiful baby. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be able to give that one up either. No. So she gets home. Well, I'm sure it's another time. But we get a scene in the kitchen, and her mom is like, okay, well, like, I need to talk to you about something. Aunt Lisa and Uncle Kenny called, and they want to adopt the baby. And Ashley's first question, and, like, talk about foreshadowing, is... For sure. She's like, like, 100% adopt? I I have that in quotes in my notes, like a hundred percent adopt. Yeah, like she thinks that this is like a way for her to have the baby be the mom, but not have to take care of it. A hundred percent, which is kind of what ends up happening because as of now, Callie calls. She sees Callie all the time, and Callie calls her Mama Ashley, which is a like, little weird. It's I don't know. I want to say, like, whatever works best for them, but I don't think that works best for Ashley. So, but we'll get there. You know what? I just remembered that I have a friend mm-hmm. who grew up thinking that her grandparents were her parents. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. Oh, I ha- yeah. I went to high school with this girl, and we were really good friends. And then she found out when she was, like, 13 and her aunt was babysitting her. Well, her- yeah, it was her aunt. And then she thought her aunt was her sister. And her aunt told her in the bathroom. That's horrific. Why would she tell her? Because she was mad at her mom. (gasps) Isn't that wild? I forgot all about that until just now. That's what Jack Nicholson was raised by his mom-grandma. This is kind of like a a classic mom-grandma situation. Yeah, just a more open and honest version of it. Yeah, I can respect that. I guess that's the way my niece is. Like, she was pretty much raised by my mom, but she knew that my brother was her dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, Ashley is, like, into it and thinks it will be a less complicated situation to deal with our aunt and uncle. And this is where the immaturity starts kicking in. Yeah, exactly. This is, like, exactly where you start to realize, like, how young and immature she is and how she just doesn't have... The wisdom that comes with age. Yeah, exactly. And I think that Ashley's mom also kind of thinks that this is a good idea. But I think in a way that it will help. Like, I think she gets the complexity or complexity of all of it. But I think that she thinks it like emotionally, she believes that it's going to be good because good for the baby, good for her brother, good for Ashley. I think that she sees how messy it could possibly be, but she also sees, like, that this could be a good thing. By the way, I thought Ashley's mom was so beautiful. 
I did too. I was in love with her. I kept looking at her this whole episode. She had beautiful hair. She's she had gorgeous. like she was like cute little petite body and like her uh-huh. skin and her face. Like I was like the whole time I was like she's so pretty. She's gold. Like we stand you, Ashley's mom. Please listen to that. We don't know your name, but we stand you. <laughs> Let us know your name and join Emotionally Broken Psychos. We want to be your friend. <laughs> So Ashley definitely, she thinks that this is going to be, like, way less complicated. I think you're exactly right. Like, her mom, I think, is very split. I think her mom thinks it will be more complicated. But also, like, not for nothing. Like, her mom doesn't want to give, just have the baby go away either. So I think her mom is probably feeling a little selfish here, too. That, like, okay, then the baby will be my niece. Yeah, I think so, And she'll still be in my life. But, like, it's, I mean... I want that for Ashley's mom, you know? Yeah, this gets lost a lot, I feel like, in these adoption talks on this show particularly. But, like, we forget that it's not just the parents. It's the grandparents, too, are yeah. giving away. Not giving away, but are, lo- like, losing a chance to be a grandparent. And her mom doesn't want to be a grandma now, obviously. But I, I find it hard to believe her mom's not thinking, like, Okay, I know this is going to be more complicated, but, like, I'll still get to have a relationship with my granddaughter. I know. And it breaks my heart for her because, like, I just, I want the world for Ashley's mom. Yeah, like, imagine if your brother had given up the baby for adoption. Like, how distraught your mom would have been. Oh, my mom, my mom would have adopted it. It was a conversation. You know, Patsy was not going to give that baby up. (laughs) She was like, like, this is the one. (laughs) In a world that that would have happened. Yeah, I yeah, my mom would have been sad. Yeah. Like I had, I had a boyfriend in high school whose sister got pregnant, and she gave the baby up for adoption. And like the parents were really sad, and they were trying to like talk her in to not giving the baby up. And so, like, I mean, I've seen it; it's sad. Yeah. So obviously, like, I think Ashley's mom, and this is why I like her so much, is that she keeps she stays so calm, cool, and collected. And, like, doesn't let herself get the best of it. But she's still a human, obviously. Exactly. And yeah. they make a really... Oh, well, they call Lisa and Kenny. And mm-hmm. Lisa's like, we want to raise her as our daughter. Like, we're not adopting her, like, to raise your daughter. Like, she's going to be our daughter. Right. And, and I thought that that was good that she, like, clarified that immediately. Yeah, and Lisa wants her to know that there's no going back on it. And this is, like, so obviously they left this in because of what ends up happening. Like, there are a lot of clear editing choices here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Ashley hangs up her mom's BlackBerry Curve, which was my favorite fucking phone ever, by See, the way. See, that's interesting because I, I did have a BlackBerry Curve and I liked it, but Ashley had a Lotus. Did you notice that, that purple Lotus phone? Yeah, I did I was notice. obsessed with those, and that was my favorite phone ever, and I wanted one, but I never had one. You know what I miss so much on Blackberries? How easy it was, like... I hate on my iPhone how hard it is to, like, edit the spelling of a word because you can never get the cursor to go where you want it to go. And I miss a trackball so much. Yeah, you're right. It was Even though they would, like, fall out and break. Oh, totally. Yeah, I had a BlackBerry. I loved it. The little keyboard was good. Yeah. I miss being able to, like, scroll the trackball and, like, get exactly in the middle of a word, which I can never fucking do with my iPhone. I can never get my fat finger to, like... Oh, get I can't the, either. Get the cursor where I need it to be. 
I have like the smallest hands in the world and I still can't do it. I don't know who can. Like a but, baby. Yeah, a baby maybe. Baby's fingers are probably too fat to do it. Probably. So Ashley says she's like, Well, they they want me to know that I can't go back, but like I'm I'm not gonna take it back. Yeah. Oof. I mean what Kenny and Lisa do is so supportive and so evolved of them. Kenny like, and Lisa are true queens. We stand them too. Actually, just like adopt us because I will love to be in your family. Yeah. But like they are so fucking supportive of Ashley. They just want the best for her. They want the best for Callie too, but like they just want this to be smooth. Like they really are like let's like clarify this if this is going to be too much like when they're sitting down and talking like they drive the 10 hours again or no 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 they fly this time they fly this time and it was it was the other way around but Mm -hmm. um they're all in the same room and they like talk about how where they're gonna stay during like ashley's hospital like they go through every detail and they try so hard to make it not like yeah. To make it smooth for Ashley. Although I will say where the fa- the adults in the family fucked up was Ashley makes like a throwaway voiceover that says we're not going through an agency because it's family. They yep. clearly didn't want to pay for a social worker, but Ashley needed a social worker to explain every step of this to her because yeah. it wasn't explained to her. And I don't really necessarily fault the adults that it wasn't explained to her because I don't think they knew either. No, I think that getting rid of the social worker was the worst idea. Yeah. They should have paid. I understand. I mean, adoption agencies cost a lot of money for the yeah. adoptive parents. And that's why they didn't go through the agency. But they should have gotten, like, some sort of third party in there, like, to explain to Ashley exactly what adoption meant. Because I don't think anybody did that. Nobody did. Because, like, when they're talking about the birth certificate thing later on. She, like, is so distraught. And the social worker girl's like, this should have been explained to you. Well, the nurse straight up says, like, didn't a social worker explain this to you? And during her delivery, the hospital realizes that they don't have a social worker and sends one up. Because they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like. Yeah. Not in our hospital. Yeah. Like, no, this is not. This is not good. So, yeah. um, Ashley and her mom go, go and visit the family. And. They decide they're going to name the baby Callie Danielle because Danielle is her Ashley's middle name. And did she say it was also Lisa's middle name? Yeah. I guess it's, it's also just, Lisa. That's a coincidence. Yeah. And they discuss, yeah, like the plan. So once Ashley goes into labor, uh, Kenny and Lisa are going to drive up and they're not sure where she should, where they should stay after the baby. And this is also like where they should have had a social worker. Who could have been like, because they were like, well, do you think we should stay with you guys after we have the baby? And that's insane. Yeah, it would have been insane. And they're like, we just want whatever is going to be more comfortable for you, Ashley. Like, they don't want. Exactly. It wasn't a malicious thing. They were trying. But this is where, like, the social worker could have been like, that won't be good for her. I think it was actually Ashley's mom who suggested that they stay with I think Ashley's mom was the one who was like, do you want to stay with us or do you want to stay yeah. with 
Well, the I think, aunt, I can't remember her name. Yeah, she said, like, Sarah, let's call her Sarah. So I think her okay. mom was doing that. I'm. Let's assume, like, actually, I mean, that definitely looked like a four-bedroom house. You know what I mean? They used to yeah. be the bedrooms, and they have a guest bedroom. I'm sure they're used to having family come and stay with them. And so, like, I think Ashley's mom was just kind of saying, like, well, this won't be a normal visit. Like, when you come up, like, will you stay with Sarah? Will you stay with us? Like, I think she was kind of just, like, spitballing, like, the, normally when you come to visit, like, you stay with us, but, like, this summer you're going to stay with Sarah, but, like, you know, our house is, oh, like, I think yeah. she was just trying to, like, not, to, like, make it easiest for everyone, but this is where, like, someone needed to be in Ashley's corner who understood what was going on, and this doesn't end up happening, but this is, like, where a social worker could have been, like, in my experience, that would not be a good idea. They needed someone who's dealt with interfamily adoptions. Yeah, for sure, because... I mean, none of them have been through this before. No, none of them have been through adoption, but especially this, this, like this interfamily adoption is just so specific, you know, For and sure. it's something that, that has really fallen out of favor. You don't see interfamily adoptions of newborns. You see interfamily adoptions of, I mean, there are plenty of people who adopt like their younger half siblings if they're grown and one of their parent is, you know. Yeah. Whatever, or they end up adopt, but it, they're usually taking kids out of the system. In, exactly. Like, in interfamily adoptions, it's usually like I've taken you in because your parent died and your other parents an addict. Your both your parents are addicts, so you're going into the system, or they're just unable to care for you. Maybe you're a toddler. Maybe you're a year old. Maybe you're five years old. Like, at least what my understanding is, that's like a common interfamily adoption. But of like newborn babies. Like, I don't think that happens much anymore. I think that's something that has gone away with, like, the shame of teen pregnancy, even though it's still pretty shameful. Well, I think one, like, abortion access has to have cut that off because a lot of women now get abortions. And, like, right. teen girls, they're getting abortions. So, like, their grand their parents don't have to raise their child as their own. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? There doesn't have to be the situation where, like, the mom, go, the teen mom, like, goes away for a year, and yeah. all of a sudden the family is, like, a new baby, and we're just pretending it's their grandparents. Like, I don't think that has to happen anymore because abortion, because these families that are deeply shamed by the prospect of having their teen child have a baby, they get abortions. Exactly. So that's I one. That. And also I just think it's, like, it's just something that, it just doesn't seem like a thing anymore. I don't know anybody that that's a thing for. No, I don't either. I've never dealt with that. So they needed somebody that could like, like a therapist that specializes in it, like something, somebody who had an idea of how to like, and you know, it did end up at least for Kenny and Lisa, I think going okay. But I just wish somebody had really, and not her mom, because as we said, like, Ashley's mom was attached to the baby and was probably leaning to the favor, even though she says, like, it's going to be very complicated and it might be easier to give the baby to somebody you don't know. Like, you can tell she wanted that baby to go to Kenny and Lisa, even if she wasn't saying it, like, out loud. But yeah, somebody needed to be there for Ashley to, like, explain to her, like, what this is going to look like. I agree with that. I th- Yeah, I think getting rid of the, like, adoption agency was a terrible, terrible mistake. Yeah, and we find out then that the birth mom has to spend 48 hours with the baby. 
And Ashley discussed, like, if Lisa is going to be in the room. And this is when Ashley's mom is going really into mom mode and Ashley is shutting down. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, she's like, do you want the baby to be given to you when it's born or to Lisa? She's like, why would they give it to Lisa? Yeah, and her, well, and her mom had a good point where she's like, because she'll be her mom. Yeah, exactly. And you could tell that, like, Ashley was like, well, but I'm her mom. Like, mm-hmm. like Ashley isn't quite, I mean, she still doesn't because she still has Callie call her Mama Ashley. Yeah. But and she never is... quite grasped that she is not legally Callie's mom. Yeah, and this is also the difference between, like, Caitlin and Tyler who yes they ended up spending a lot of time with Carly but initially like they didn't even want to hold her they like knew she was Brandon and Teresa's daughter like yeah just the lines are so blurred here oh for sure that's yeah this was kind of like a terrible idea and also the worst part is Ashley doesn't know what she wants no she doesn't know what she wants at all and she like still thinks that this is her baby 10 hours away yeah Yeah, absolutely. So we find out Ashley's going to get induced early so she won't go into labor on Christmas. And she says, so the holidays won't be ruined forever, which I thought was weird. Yeah, I did think that was weird, too. I mean, I get it. You'd be like, oh, I gave my baby up for adoption on this day. Like, what a that would be sad. But is there that much of a difference between December 17th? And December no, 25th. it's still going to taint the whole holiday. Yeah. You're never going to have a good Christmas after this. Yeah. Unfortunately. I thought, yeah, I thought that was just weird. I was like, do doctors do that? I've never heard of it happening. Like, scheduling an induction for a healthy pregnancy so far out seems surprising to me. Yeah, it, it was pretty far. Yeah. Or you think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about birthing babies. <laughs> I really don't. I, I'm i the worst. And she put the date online, apparently, but, like, didn't tell Lisa. So she's like, let me call Lisa and tell her. Well, her aunt was like, did you tell Kenny and Lisa? And she's like, no, I posted it to my blog. I think that they've seen it. And she was like, um, but you should probably call them. Yeah. Like, they know because I posted it to my blog. It's such, like, a teenager thing. Yeah. Like, communicate. That was such a teenager moment. I thought the same exact thing. Like, she's like, well, I put it online. (laughs) Yeah. It was really funny. I was like, oh, God. My communication is already ruined. And so she goes to see a college advisor, and she's talking about, like, she's not sure where to apply to school. And I'm thinking, like, so it's late November because she's an induction scheduled for December 16th. And she doesn't know where she wants to apply to college. Yeah. I mean, she's been going through a lot, though. I know, but you don't... It seemed to me like she was the type of person to have her colleges picked out, like, sophomore year. She needed to go visit them. Yeah, I just, like... I don't know. That was another example of, like, how upsetting this whole situation was. That this is a girl that graduated high school early and, like, was so overwhelmed by life, like, didn't even know where she wanted to apply for college. Like, those things don't add up. Did you think that the advisor she met with was the perfect, he was in the perfect job for himself? <laughs> I was like, that man is a college advisor. Like, he was, maybe he was turning it on for the cameras, but he seemed very enthusiastic. 
No, that's, you're exactly, I didn't really think of that, but you're exactly right. I was like, he's a lot of person. Yeah, and it was, like, he was, like, really supportive of her and was, like, you can go to New York. There are great schools in New York. There are some here in Texas, like, and Ashley left the adoption or the uh, guidance counselor session, like, feeling really positive about the adoption. And, like, it was, like, a reminder. And I think maybe being out of school, like, probably didn't help with this, but meeting with the guidance counselor, like, it was a reminder, like, well, yeah, I, I want to go to college. Like, this is why I'm not parenting. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was good for her. For yeah. sure. And we find out that the current plan is to have the... So, they, like, made a new plan. And the current plan is to have the baby. And then she was going to drive to her aunt and uncle's house. Which is, like, <sighs> who is going to drive 10 hours with a newborn? Okay. Yeah. I think this was Ashley's little plan. Like, she came up with this, and I think everybody was, like, I don't think anyone else was ever on board for this. I think she was, like, if we drive the baby down to whatever part of Texas that is, then I get 10 more hours with the baby. Yeah, well, that's what she said. And that would be so unhealthy. And, yeah, and she's what she said to her mom is, like, we could stop halfway at, like, a Crackle Barrel. <laughs> like, hun, you're driving 10 hours with a brand new baby you think you're gonna stop halfway like get real I mean it's just like when I heard I was like why would they do that I don't know I mean like also like to sit in a car for 10 hours postpartum it was a it was an idea thought up by a 17 year old for sure yeah and her mom is like okay well don't you think it like doesn't make a lot of sense for you to spend 10 more hours and this is when Ashley thinks no one understands what she's feeling and her mom is like we understand we've had children yeah exactly oh and thank god the plan goes back to the original thing where everyone comes to her then she spends the 48 hours in the hospital and then they signs the pa- they sign the papers yeah and you're right like I didn't really think about that having a baby and then sitting in a car for 10 hours would be hell I mean, her vagina is going to be stitched up. Like, I just got my IUD. Like, I got an IUD on Monday. And, like, sitting down on Monday was just hell anyways. Like, I had to lay down all day. I can't imagine having a baby. Yeah. Like, it would be, uh, no thanks. Like, that would be disgusting. Exactly. It's, it's a so terrible painful. idea. Yeah. So, Right before she is going to have the baby, Justin's phone gets back on. So she's, like, able to contact him. And he says he wants to be there for the birth. And she's happy. But it's time to go to the hospital. And Justin is not picking up his phone. We later find out, not through the episode, it's because he was arrested. This is where I was screaming that he was not allowed to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like... Justin got his phone turned back on, and I'm like, yikes. Yeah, that was... You know what? Fuck Justin. I hate him. Fuck Justin. So, Ashley goes to the hospital. There's a really sad scene where she gets a bracelet for the... Like, they do, like, a hospital ID bracelet where the the baby matches the mother, and the nurse is like, this, this is so that we know which baby belongs to this mommy. Yeah. And the hospital realizes there's no adoption agency, so they send a social worker up. 
<laughs> yeah. basically like talk about what's going on and actually is high on drugs like I, pain meds the social like, worker was definitely she had like yikes like written all over her face like she yeah. was not like excited about this she was like oh i walked into this like six <laughs> months too late exactly she was very yeah and then um ashley's friend asked if justin was coming <sighs> he couldn't make it oh so her grandmother is there it's time to push and <laughs> ashley's mom is being so cute and so supportive <gasps> oh my and God, i noticed yes. mimi her grandmother is standing like looking straight at the vagina and like doing arm too. pumps like because she could obviously see the head she's like yes Ah! Oh my god, I want Mimi and mom to be in my birthing room. Like, I want them to be my birthing coaches yeah. when I have a baby, I if know, that Ashley's, ever happens. Ashley's mom was being so nice. She was, like, whispering in her ear, like, encouraging oh. her. It was so cute. And I noticed Lisa's not in the room. No, Lisa was not in the room. And I felt like Ashley seemed very sedated. Very sedated, for sure. Yeah. She was like, I mean, should I push? <laughs> I would be the same way, though. I would be like, what do you want me to do? Like, just let this baby slide out. Like, yeah. it would be so hard to, like, try, like, if you couldn't feel anything. I mean, it was, like, almost like a Scientology silent birth, to be honest. <laughs> it really was. Like, when Kourtney Kardashian, like, pulled the baby out of her vagina. Oh, yeah, that was intense. She did it both, well, probably all three times, but definitely the first and second time. Isn't that wild? Wild. I'll never forget it. Do you think Kylie did that when she had her baby, when Stormy was born? Yeah. I I like the name Stormy. Stormy with an I? I mean, I like it better with a Y. I mean, look, here, obviously it's, like, not a great name in pop culture because of, like, the stuff with the president. Right. But... As a name in general, I think it's cool. I think it's, like, a cool, unique name without being, like, off the wall. Okay. I can agree with that. I mean, um, I just think I, of a prostitute because of everything that's happened. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe if that hadn't have happened, I wouldn't think of it the same way. Yeah. Also, Daddy Derek's um, mom, you know, Daddy Derek from Teen Mom, her, his mom is named. Stormy. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So there's <laughs> there's a little teen mom tie-in. Nice. It's it's perfect. And Kylie's is she nineteen or twenty? Is she a teen mom? Kylie's twenty now. Oh damn. Almost a teen mom. Yeah. We'll so, just lump her into teen yeah. mom. Yeah, I mean really. Close she enough. She might as well be. So um the first thing Ashley says is she looks just like Justin. <laughs> Aw, and she's like, she has my chin. <laughs> and Kenny and Lisa come and meet the baby, and it's cute and it's nice, and then they leave and Ashley's holding the baby, and the nurse comes in to explain the birth certificate, and Ashley panics. She's like, what do you mean she'll have two birth certificates? Like, yeah. why would she have two birth certificates? And her mom's like, yeah, until she's 18. And the nurse is like, so did no one explain this to you? <laughs> And I thought it was really nice. Uh, I thought it was good of um, mom to say when Lisa and Kenny were about to come in, like, remember that they're not the enemy. Because, like, she does get this kind of, like, look in her face, like they're stealing my baby. Yeah. yeah it's very, sure. this, this episode's very, like, Handmaid's Tale to me. 
A little got bit. elements of Handmaid's Tale. A little bit. She's a little yeah. bit of a Janine, if you will. A little bit. <laughs> so, um, Ashley's mom asks if she, like, wants a social work it, worker to come in, but she says no. And she's like, okay, well, I think they're going to release you before the 48 hours, and what do you want to do? And Ashley's like, I don't want to make a decision. And this is when we see Ashley, like, really struggling. Oh, God, yeah. It's... It's actually really hard to watch. Like, I, yeah. like, the first time I watched this through, I didn't, like, have any emotion because I was just, like, in so much IUD pain. And then the second time I watched it through, I cried three times. Like, Yeah, it's just sad when she's like, I don't want to make a decision. It's like, she's about to make the most important decision of her entire life. And, I mean, I understand that would be, like, the hardest decision to make. Yeah. It would be difficult. You wouldn't know what to do, especially at that age. Yeah, and, you know, Queen Ashley's mom is just so supportive, and she's like, look, I think you should give the baby up, but, like, if you don't, like, I will support you. Yeah, that was really nice of her. My mom would have been like, get this baby out of here. You are not taking care of this. You are the worst. You can never do this. (laughs) Now, if I had a baby, she would say that to me. (laughs) So Ashley's... They leave the hospital, and they're going over to her aunt's house, where Lisa and Kenny are, and a notary is going to come meet them, basically to sign the adoption papers, and Ashley is like, look, I know the reasons for giving her up, but I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. I can't be this strong. And her mom is like, nobody expects you to be strong. Like, you can cry all you want. And Ashley just, like, sobs. Yeah, it's very difficult to watch. Very difficult to watch. Um... And the notary comes over, and the notar- the poor notary is like, I'm just the notary. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, I have no, I have no say in this. Yeah. She's like, like I don't read this to you. I just yeah. want to sign it. And Ashley's like, there's so many papers. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Blah. awful. But they needed a social worker. Yeah. And with that, basically, Callie is adopted yep so that's where the amazon episode cuts off but like this is very abrupt (laughs) yeah but come to find out that's not the end of it hey guys to hear the rest of this week's episode come on over to patreon.com slash eb psychos thank you all so much have a great week bye this has been an episode of feathers in my hair an emotionally broken psychos patreon exclusive Executive Producers, Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos. And come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.